Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Physiology Secrets podcast. Nick here, joined by Tyler today uh, for a bit of an episode talking about returning to swimming. Obviously, over the last little while, I think a couple of weeks, pools have started to reopen in limited capacity. And we just want to go through some of the things that, given that Tyler's been for a swim already, but also a lot of athletes getting out there and jumping back in the pool over the next little while. Um, some of the things to be be careful of, look out for, and, and try to make the most of that, that valuable swimming time that you might get. So... Do you want to just kick things off, Tyler, with what you sort of found that first swim back, some of the processes pools are putting in place to restrict your swimming time, contact with people, and just that general experience of getting back in the water? Yeah, um, I guess and my experience is going to be specific to Victoria too. I don't know how yep. many uh, people we've got listening in, in yep. other states. I know it's going to change, but um, so what, what we've seen around Victoria, most pools are open. There's a couple that haven't quite got there yet, but... Um, I think all the ones I've seen you have to pre-book, so it's important to make sure you do that, um, especially busier times, like I've been lucky, we're a bit flexible that I've been able to go at 8am or 9am and it's, yeah. it's been pretty quiet so you'd probably be alright, but I presume those sort of 6am, 7am would, like would probably be pretty be busy, busy. Yeah. so um, you pre-book, you get a one hour block, so you've got to be there at the top of the hour, it's a maximum of 20 people in a pool, so depending on the facility, I know so Monash Aquatic just down the road has a 25 indoor and a 50 outdoor, so you would book which pool you want. Um, change rooms and showers are not open, so you want to be able to get changed back at work or at home. Uh, toilets have been open, which I guess you, yeah. you need that. Um, so yeah, when I've been going, you book in, you get there at the top of the hour, you have to leave the pool by 45 minutes. So I think most places are doing that as a sort of rule. So you've got 40 to 45 minutes depending on how quick they get you into the pool and then they're doing a, a wipe down of all high touch areas in between so um in terms of that it's it's if we're going to look at the positives you've got good lane space so mm. lanes are limited to three per lane at a maximum um obviously it's 20 per pool so you're gonna have if it's full you're gonna have two to three people per lane so you know, in terms of that, it's, it's a pretty good time to get out and be able to do some do some good swimming um, and not have crowded lanes or anything like that. I, the thing is pre-booking. So those busy times, I guess, you, if you don't pre-book, you might have trouble getting in. If you can be flexible, it's, it's pretty quiet when I've been getting down there. So, yeah, I guess that's the logistics that are involved. Um, and then in terms of the swimming, like talking, I actually think the 45-minute window is probably, for most, is a bit of a blessing in that, what I've seen people that you don't want to go out there now after how long it might be three months of, of not swimming and Big go sense, too yeah. hard so 45 is a pretty it's a pretty good sweet spot I think um, and yeah I've been finding it as a, as a good length of time to swim nice and quiet um, lots of lane space which has been nice yeah definitely what, what are some of the I guess the really challenges you face getting back in the pool after having such such time out of not being able to swim was there anything that you found difficult about swimming like catch it like feel in the water um do you just get really tired really quick the arms getting sore any anything to look out for for guys and girls getting back yeah, into the pool next yeah. I think that's a big one i actually i was prior to uh covid i was like i've been swimming my whole life and yeah. i was finding a bit of a chore as, as that sort of part of the triathlon that you have to do and I actually found that i was really missing it which was which was nice i was looking forward to get back in um i've done three swims and i've done hundreds right I've, I've done 100 repeats and that's all i've yep. done 2100s i've done them off a two minute cycle and i'm swimming in and at the first session i was holding about 125s and yep. this morning i was down to about 121 so right it's good rest it's 35 40 seconds rest the whole way through today wasn't so bad but those first two sessions um 
but yeah, I sort of found the first one or two hundreds good, and then I went through a real hole. I yep. guess that's that warming up process. Um, and the first two sessions by sort of 12, 1500, I was really starting to feel it. Um, and I sort of started to fade a little bit, not too much. Um, today was not so bad, so that third swim back, I've sort of managed to hold it. But still, 2Ks was about my limit, and mm. I'm doing that in 100. So I think it's a really good time for people to focus on or, or work on some of those technique aspects that you might be aware of or you know if you can get someone to watch is a good idea you've possibly been out of the pool for three months so any bad habits that you have got in your swimming you've this is probably a really good time to change three months you've not been in the water right it's gonna be much easier to change any habits now than you know when you've been in a whatever years of swimming in in bad habits it's a good chance to do that Um, on the flip side this is a really uh, good chance in the right idea there's a if you try and swim too much, if you go out there and try and do too much volume straight away, you're very likely to develop the same or new bad habits. Mm. Um, swimming's a bit of a unique one in that it's very hard to swim slow without impacting your technique. Yep. Right? We, we, we can get on the bike and ride at any intensity, really. And nothing's really gonna change. Yeah, you're yeah. locked into your pedals. If you try and swim very slow, your technique is going to vanish, right? It's just, you're not going to be pulling water. Your elbow is going to drop. Your body position is going to drop. So what we see now is people come back after not swimming. Um, now, yeah, I guess this is really directed to people that have, if you've been one of the brave souls getting out into the bay twice a week yeah. for the last three months, congratulations, yeah, well, well done to you. Um, and this is probably not so applicable, but if you've been out of the water for three months and if you've not been doing much upper body mm-hmm. stuff. I know I, I spent about two weeks thinking that I was going to do some tricep dips and some overhand pull-ups and some push-ups and core work and after about the first two weeks I didn't do it again for the yeah. next <laughs> ten weeks or whatever it yeah. was so that, that's hard. If you come back from that and just try and knock out 2k straight or 3k sets or or hundreds off 10 seconds rest or something you're going to fatigue yep. severely very quickly and you're gonna, you, you might, you're not gonna be able to effectively pull water. So your technique then falls apart. You, even subconsciously, instead of grabbing the water, your your hand position changes a bit, so your hand can slide through the water to reduce that pressure on your muscles that are fatiguing. And that just becomes a habit, and we start to yeah. lose that that pull on the water. So mm-hmm. that's why, personally, I do, I've been doing hundreds now. I know my uh, younger brother's a fairly high level swimmer, and he's just returned to swimming. He would be doing ten sessions a week of sort of two hours normally yep. they're doing six one hour sessions and he said the other day they did 50s right so they're like here's a sub 16 minute 1500 swimmer and they did a whole set where they only did 50s yep. right it's just we're not we're not used to it swimming is so i was trying to work out i think i worked out in 2k i do uh 1400 strokes so 700 reps on each arm yeah right so think about that, 700 yeah. reps on one arm that's done nothing for however long, so yep. you, you're gonna need to take it easy, right? I think it's probably more important at the moment to keep the quality up mm-hmm. and then build on that distance. If it's if that means you swim 500 in your first session back and then you feel that you're, you're fatigued and your technique's falling apart, that's fine, get out, right? Yeah. If that means it takes a month before you're swimming two Ks again, whatever. I think swimming, especially early stages, people get a bit carried away with their volume, yep. right? So if I'm gonna train for a marathon, if I run 40Ks, no one's trying to run 40Ks 
maybe only ever, maybe yeah. once. Yeah. But so often people are going to train for a 4K swim and, and from day one they're trying they're to trying do to 4K, 4K sessions. Yeah. Right, there's, do a K, do what you can hold together. I, I personally, especially in swimming, because of that technique aspect, mm. I'm more, um, I suppose it's, you could either train for distance, where you just, you, you swim 4K, and once you can swim 4K, you then try and learn to swim 4K faster. Yeah. Or you can train at your goal speed. So my, my Ironman race pace is going to be about a minute 19. Right, today I did my 2100s at a 121. So I'm sort of yeah, around course, that yeah. swimming pace, right? So now I, can, now I can swim, I can maintain that pace that I want to hold for 2K. So what I will then do is now build how long I can hold that pace for, yeah. right? As opposed to swimming, getting myself to 4K fitness, but doing it at 140 pace. Yeah at which point my technique's possibly falling apart and, and then trying to get that back to 135 and 130, which is going to be very hard. But definitely for that quality aspect of swimming, right? Get, keep your quality up. Yeah. Only swim for as long as you can keep the quality up. Once you've got that, then overload. Go a yeah. little bit further. Go a little bit further. But that quality is so important. It's going to affect your technique. It's going to, especially now when we're not that fit, you, you run the risk of injuries when you overdo it. Yeah. Right? We're not racing for... A long time, yeah. We? Like, yeah, it's gonna be a while. Can, the, probably the first triathlons in Australia, Cairns and Port. If they go ahead, that's still September. Right? Yeah. We're only June, mm. so you don't need to be doing three k's. You don't need to be doing four k's. Get the feel for the water. Yeah. Get your quality up. Use this as a time to maybe develop some new habits. Work on some bad habits you know you've got. Um, and yeah, just just if don't be don't be embarrassed or afraid to get out after 500 meters if that's what it is that's yeah like, who cares it's it's that it's that quality versus quantity isn't it it's just making sure we're doing the right things and i think the really key point that you've just mentioned there is is the methodology or, or thought process behind how you're going to develop your swimming that traditional approach of i'm just going to build up how long i can swim for and then try and work on my pace it's reverse engineering that and going and this is coming from people who don't know Tyler's swimming background what, what's your iron man swim time your best 49, couple 40, of 49. Like not not too far off what some of the pro guys are, are sort of swimming in Ironman. So he, he can swim pretty quick. It's the type of thing that going back and doing and even like some of the sets that you've mentioned before, sort of off camera, of you've done like hundreds, but you'll only go until you can't hit pace. And then you go, well, if I've got eight hundreds done today or ten hundreds done, that's all I'm going to do. And then I'm going to stop rather than going, all right, I was trying to hit 120, 120, 120, and then I start going, all right, 125, nah. I'm just going to cut it off there because I'm fatiguing. You're better off getting that quality done. Um, and then, yeah, extending out the time. Then it's, it, like, I guess this is a case of just, all right, I'm getting to pace, so now I'm going to go, instead of doing hundreds, I'm going to work up to try and do 200s or 150s yeah. or, and going the opposite direction. Because particularly for triathlon, you're going to get a lot of that volume in in terms of overall conditioning from your bike and your run as well. Like, there's a lot of transfer over from that. It's, it's just that swimming-specific speed that I think a lot of athletes struggle with because they're just going out and doing 2K straight or 3K straight of 140 pace and going, well, why can't I swim at 130s? It's pretty yeah. clear that if you're just doing that again and again and again, you're going to get very good at it. But if there's another way of getting that pace up, I think that's really, and there's, really sort of critical. There's, there's going to be a time where you are going to want to go out and do mm. a 3K straight swim. And yep. you know, I'm not saying you're going to be able to hold your race pace for that, but you don't do that every time. You don't want to be doing that now. Now's not yep. the time to be doing that. Now's the time to be getting just getting back into it getting your strength back getting your feel for the water yep. holding your condition and right so I'll, I think I've got one more probably this week I'll do another same set 2100s off two minutes that's it next week I'll probably 
<laughs> yeah, it sounds ridiculous as an overload, but I 10 200s may be okay. 10 200s may not be. Like, I, I might, be might not yeah. be that, but I might do a 200, then a 100, and go through that six times or seven times, or whatever yep. it might be, or, or a couple of 200s in a row, and then a 100 just to sort of recover and make sure that quality stays up. So, it's, you know, it's a slow process at the moment. It's going to take time to come back, but yep. we've got time. Um, mm. And I think the good thing about being limited in your sessions as well, like you've, only, like you've only really got 40 to 45 minutes to swim. So if you're going out and aiming to try and do 3Ks in that time, like you, most people probably aren't going to get the volume in anyway. You, you, you're sort of cutting yourself short. So if you can get some, some higher intensity, good quality stuff in in that time, as pools start to reopen even more and you're allowed more time in a session and things like that, then you can start to extend the, the, the volume out. So it's the more... I guess based on the, the facility and availability and resources that we've got, it's probably the more applicable way of progressing your swimming at the moment anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do some high quality, get the intensity up there and, and pro progressively build that back in so that when you can go and swim for hour, hour and a half, you've got this really solid foundation, you're a little bit quicker than you were before, you're really strong, your technique's nice and solid, that those bigger sets are actually more meaningful down the track as well. Yeah. 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 Yeah, if I had two takeaways, I'd say don't be afraid of having rest in your set, right? Don't, don't be afraid of standing at the wall for 30 yep. or 40 seconds. You don't have to go, and, and don't feel like you have to do any distance. Just do what, do what feels comfortable and, and good at the moment. And if you have to stop early, stop early, and you'll, you'll build on that. It will come back. I think that's the other thing is that it will, mm. even if you're a non-swimmer, it will come back. You'll get back to where you were reasonably quickly in terms of your feel on the water. Accept the fact that these first few sessions, the first two weeks or three weeks, whatever it might be, are going to be hard and you're not going to feel good. Yep. But it, it will come back quite quickly. Just consistency, two swims a week, yep. three swims a week if you can. Quality in them. Don't don't go don't go too hard. Don't go too far. Yep. Just keep it nice and controlled, and and it will all start to come together. Yeah, absolutely. I think just lastly, guys, I was chiming at, at the end is is you, you got to understand what you're doing, and, and at the end of the day, the limiting factor here isn't people's aerobic conditioning. They're yeah, aerobically fit. It's the it's the local muscular endurance, uh, and the muscular strength, and the muscular power of the upper body versus the lower body. You've gone from coming detrained for three months, doing literally nothing from yeah. the upper body, and now. Uh, you're going straight back into swimming, and, and, and endurance athletes are like they are obsessed with aerobic volume and just doing more and more volume and, 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 and yep. improving your aerobic conditioning. But in this circumstance, your aerobic conditioning is a very small part of the overall picture, picture because yeah. it's upper body versus lower body, yeah. and you've just atrophied your whole upper body. So, yeah, I've lost about not that I swim any, a lot anyway, but I've lost three kilos of, of upper or what I assume is upper body instead of lower body muscle, yeah. uh, and that's just from not swimming. And from not training a lot in general, but but, <laughs> but definitely from not swimming. And I remember it took, takes takes me probably six to eight weeks of continuous of of consistent swimming to feel like I can hold one thirty pace uh, for a long time. If you jump in the pool now, most people will probably get five hundred meters really strong, and then the local muscular endurance mm. of the of the arms is the limiting factor, not the aerobic conditioning. So all this quantity, uh, sorry, all this quality over quantity is exactly correct. It's just about. Uh, overloading the muscular system more so than the cardiovascular system yep. at the initial stages, and it's a total, totally different thing. You'd never go to the gym and just do 700 reps of one of, of, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. on well, one arm. Um, yeah. You would do higher intensity for shorter reps with a rest and do another set. Like yep. it's literally forget aerobic conditioning for a sec. You're still doing that with your bike and your run, yep. and just think about uh, think of the pool as the gym at the moment mm. and until you sort of slowly build that muscular endurance back up. Um, and then you can worry about volume after that. It's better for learning the technique side of things as well in terms of having a bit more rest, you're going to be able to solidify those 
when I say technique changes. Um, trying to learn anything under fatigue is just not a good idea. Anyone who's tried to do that and tried to do their this drill base work in the pool after they've swum their main set is you're going to find out pretty quick that it's it's very difficult to do to be be ready to go and, and try and change what you're doing. Um, so having plenty of rest, like you said, on the wall. If you're doing hundreds and you've still got 30, 35 seconds on the wall, that first 50 is going to be really quality in terms of solidifying a technique for the rest of that the rest of that uh, interval. So, anything else? Uh, no, I like that. That gym analogy is good. Mm. If you try and do, if you were to try and do too many reps in the gym without a rest, yep. what are you going to do? The only way you're going to achieve that is by having less load. The problem is when you do that in the pool, the way that you get less load is by using worse technique. Yep. That's how you get less load through your muscles is by having worse technique and grabbing less water. So if you keep doing that, you're over-repping, I guess. So you therefore, you have to reduce the load to do that. And in doing that, you're making your technique worse. That's leading to all sorts of problems in the long run. Right. So yeah, that's probably a good way to think of it. Yeah, absolutely. Any, anything else to I think in summary, the, the key message today, we can't happen enough, is that quality over, over quantity. Um, making sure you're just getting in, Resetting that foundation, getting a bit of that strength back in the upper body, um, getting a bit of speed and technique happening back in the pool, and then as, as we can, we can start to progress it from there. So um, if you do have any questions about, about swimming or, or return to swimming, Kyle's obviously done it himself. Um, if you've got any questions about it, feel free to leave them in the comments below. Otherwise, that's it for today, and we'll see you in the next episode.